Dear Lord, we have such a privilege in this country where we can come together. We can worship you, praise your name. We can be taught, we can learn. And Lord, bless our time together. And we just thank you for what you're going to do in each of our lives as we trust and focus on you. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah. You know, I, I thought about, uh, I always think about titles. And when you prepare something you want to share, I have a problem because uh, it's, it's called overload. There's so many blessings. There's so many things God is doing that I thought, Lord, help me to focus on what we need today because I wanted to not just share some facts with you about the blessings of what God's doing in Asia, but I wanted to challenge you, but encourage you and give you something to pray about. And so as I thought about this, uh, the bottom line is it's God's word. You know, it's us being in God's word, being led by the Holy Spirit, and being focused on being a disciple maker. I think that when we started in Bibles for Asia about 12 years ago, and I think that we're going, getting close to around eight years of since we met Pastor Brian and Debbie uh, through two other friends. And, you know, when I look back seven years or so, and I see what God has done, it's not just what God has done. Because he's done it all. He took a person who was kind of wore out and tired and renewed my strength and has really led the way in bringing his word in multiple forms and people together to reach many people for Jesus Christ. And when I share this with you, I'm going to kind of break this down into about four or five different areas uh, here very quickly and I've got a little four-minute video that I think will just as one of my friends used to say it will bless the socks off of you you know because it's packed with with just what God is doing what he has been doing what he is doing and I know what he's about to do and it's just see, I'm not worried about our plan because what man has the plan but who, who leads the way? The Lord. Amen? Well, you know, what I want to share is uh, a little bit about uh, just the blessings. And when I think of blessings, honestly, I think of the bridge and you folks that I've met over the last several years. And as we, we look at Pastor Brian and Debbie and Jerome and, and just how God has provided and, you know, you've been prayer warriors for us, for Joy and I. You've personally been there for us. You have prayed for us. You have financially given, sacrificially. And, you know, I'll tell you, uh, it's just, I think when, when you get to the end of here in the next 30 minutes, I was going to joke around again and tell you that, you know, I know you've got that business meeting, and we'll get to it by 3 or 4 o'clock, but, but, you know. <laughs> but anyway... I didn't want to get you all upset right off the bat, you know. 
And so I just want to share with you God's word and, uh, and thank you. Uh, thank you and thank you and thank you uh, for your lives being with our lives. Because uh, it's just like we're praying for a lot of people locally, globally, and in Asia, Bibles for Asia Ministries in different countries. And, you know, I've got people over there praying for you. And you don't know them all, you know. But I'll tell you, people in villages know about the bridge. And they know about you, you know. Because they're praying for God to bless and for God to prepare your hearts to be the disciple makers God's called us to be. And so uh, my whole focus is really on God's word, becoming the disciple maker, the ambassador for Jesus Christ, and teaching others. And that really, what, what Pastor Brian said earlier, really sums up our goal and our focus in Bibles for Asia. It is evangelism, it is discipleship, and it is teaching them to fulfill not just the Great Commission, but to multiply in others' lives and to teach others to be disciple makers to each generation. And, and so what's happened in the last uh, roughly 30 months has been amazing. Uh, and you're going to hear some of these facts as we go along here. But let's just start out with God's word again. I'm just going to read this slowly so it kind of sinks in. Because I was told once that a good teacher keeps repeating so that the students really get the message, right? Okay, Matthew 28, 18, 19, and 20. And Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. In my Bible, it has some really neat reminders and references. And it says here, reference 2819, it says, We cannot pick and choose which commands of our Lord to follow. Jesus Christ, his last commandment to the Christian community was, You are to go into all of the world and preach the good news to everyone, everywhere. Mark 16, 15. We'll read that here in a little bit. The command which the church calls the Great Commission, was not intended merely for the 11 remaining disciples, or just the apostles, or for those present times when you may have the gift of evangelism. This command is the duty of every man and woman who confesses Christ as Lord. And I think that's what Pastor Brian stated earlier. And, you know... I'm going to go on just to read this so it kind of really hits home to us today. Men and women are mirrors. We're carriers of Christ to other men. Usually, it is to those who know him who bring him to others. That's why the church, the whole body of Christians, showing him 
to one another is so important. It is easy to think that the church has a lot of different objects, education, building, missions, holding services. The church exists for nothing else but to draw men to Christ and to make them little Christ. We are to be followers of the Lord, right? Well, you know, uh, this, this just hits me home. It's home to me when I think about it. it. says, if they are not doing that, all of the cathedrals, the clergy, the missions, the sermons, even the Bible itself are simply a waste of time. God became man for no other purpose. It is even doubtful, you know, whether the whole universe was created for any other purpose. And that was by C.S. Lewis. And so, you know, when you really think about uh, God's Word, God intended it to be for everyone. He wants us to offer it to everyone. And we're not to be worried and burdened with, oh, I'm going to be rejected. I don't know enough. I have the fear of rejection. I have the fear of, of, of not having enough knowledge. I don't know how to answer all the questions. I can just tell you this. No one has every answer for everyone all the time. But the bottom line is, God says what? He will give you the power. By His Holy Spirit, He will give you what you need to say. I, I can think of several times when I said, Lord, how in the world can I really speak your word to this particular individual? And Lord, give me the words to say. And I tell you, several times in my lifetime it's happened where I didn't know how to really approach a couple getting divorced, sitting before me. And God just put what to say and speak to them. And an hour and a half later, they said, we want to pray and accept Jesus Christ. And here they were getting ready to get a divorce. You know, and, I, and it gives me goosebumps when I think about this. Because, see, that doesn't come from man. It comes only from God. And so, it's like, the one thing I've learned. Discipline yourself before you try to witness for the Lord. Discipline yourself and rely on the Holy Spirit. Rely on God's Word. You know, don't let it just come off the cuff and try to wing it. You know, just... Commit it to the Lord. Pray. Say, Lord, I know that when I get up today, you know, if, if, if you bring someone across my path and I have an opportunity to share Christ, then Lord, you know, prepare their heart before I meet them. Open their heart to, to listen and to share. Because at the, at the end here in a few minutes, I'm going to be sharing with you three simple ways to share the gospel. And the one that just, you'll just think this is amazing. It's one that I think it will work in this country if we use it. And I'll share it to you. I won't give away, give away the, the dessert yet. But anyway, uh, I had several verses here that I wanted to cover. And if I don't stick to my notes, we could be here like a Chinese four-hour service. And so uh, don't let me forget to give you two handouts. One is the three simple basic ways to share your faith. And then uh, I have copies of that, I think, for about everybody. And then I have prayer requests to cover some of the things I'll talk about. Some of them we won't have time to talk about. But they're the prayer needs for what God has us doing in Bibles for Asia and things that we really need, need, need a lot of prayer about. Uh, uh, it's just 
I look at my life, and I don't know if I'm going to have a second left or 10 or 20 years left. But I do know what God tells us is to equip and be prepared to teach others so that the gospel and what we do to serve the Lord will be carried on, that it will be multiplied in the lives of others. And so uh, what God's put on my heart is go find one or two or three people that can be interns to join with Joy and I in Bibles for Asia. And we do have about 20, 30 part-time volunteers around this area and a few in other states. Uh, God's blessed. We, we now have about 2,400 workers, part-time and full-time, just in Vietnam. And over 400 evangelists go into villages weekly sharing the gospel. And I'm going to cover that, and you're going to see a little bit of it in this little four-minute video in a couple of minutes. But I want to just share some quick highlights with you. I'll go through this, and uh, if you want a copy of my main kind of outline and notes, I'll be happy to give a copy of that to Pastor Brian, and, and you'll ha even have more information. Um, and we'll get that to you this week. But I want to go down, when I think about the seven years of the, the praying and the support from the bridge, I'll tell you, if we had a hundred churches like the bridge, we could reach millions for Christ. I can tell you that. We have more opportunity to bring people to Jesus Christ. And I'll, sh I'll share with you just a few little brief facts that when, whenever I get these monthly reports and information as they come in every month or quarter, it just amazes me. And when I see their faces online, Zoom, in our Bible school that we have six nights a week, uh, our prayer meeting that we have on Friday nights with Zoom, with usually 10 to 16 of our, our top teachers and leaders over there now, uh, it, it just amazes me about what God is doing in multiplying His Word in the hearts and lives of many others. Because we're teaching in our Bible school in Vietnam, we're not just teaching them to come to Christ, learn, 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 and not do. No. Within 30 days to 60 days, they're taught well enough to go share the gospel and lead people to Christ very quickly. And they love it. And they're doing it. And so I'm going to, I'm going to tell you how at the end. Well, I better stick to these notes, so pray that I do. I wanted to share with you that in 20, the past 29 months, you'll hear this in this video, we've had about 3,000 come to Christ. That's not 3,000 people. That's 3,000 families. Actually, the numbers are somewhere, because we're just, we're probably... 1 to 12 months behind with some of the people afraid to send in the reports. Because they either don't have a laptop, they don't have an iPad or uh, any kind of a pad, or, and they, they don't, a lot of, most of them don't even have a telephone, a, a dumb phone or a smartphone, you know. And so, uh, you know, they're just, when they can get those reports in, they get them in. You know, uh, we're not legalistic about these reports. We just say, let God lead. 
and here's what we need. And if you can get us a photograph, and if, if somebody happens to be in your village with a smartphone, shoot us a photograph of somebody coming to Christ, a family coming to Christ, a village coming to Christ, baptisms, burning of idols, and, and you'll see some of that in this little video. Yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing what God is doing. But that's where we're at. Just to let you know, uh, budget always concerns me. And you know what? Every time we've had a need, I'll tell you, within days, weeks, months, and a year, God supplies in his perfect, perfect timing. I, I've been keeping a prayer journal the last 12 years of what to pray for and another journal of what to praise the Lord for and answers to prayer. I can't even keep up. I need a secretary just to write down the prayer request and the praises. And so I'm trying to focus more on the, and say, Lord, you understand, we praise your name for all of it. You know, and, and, uh, and but God knows. God knows. And so our budget, we started out this way 12 years ago. And we, in fact, this last year was, we were just a hair under a total of 4% expenses to run Bibles for Asia. I think it was like 3.7 or 8% or something like that with another digit or two. I mean, I go out three digits, you know, cost approach. And, uh, and so I like to see how, Lord, how are we doing? Are we being good stewards? Well, in everything that God has us doing, our focus really is not just getting people God's word, but it's getting them the audio Bible teaching of the gospel, the Bible stories, the Bible doctrine, and... We've been working in about 20, roughly 20, 25 language groups of people. In Vietnam, there's about 100 million people now. And out of that, there's 107 languages. Now, out of 107 languages, we've only been able to penetrate, but this is what God's done. God's raised up and put on our hearts, which we've been working on now for about three years, is to recruit people put together with our, our number one partner, which is Global Recording Network. Global Recording Network, their whole ministry is scripts of the gospel, Bible doctrine, Bible teaching, and the good news and Bible stories and so forth in audio because 60 to 85% of the people where we go can't read. you know, And so if they can't read, uh, a printed anything isn't going to work. But the young people now, we're, our, our printing is growing every month or two because the young people can read Vietnamese in, in that country. And that's been our focus the last few years. But now, in the last year and a half, we've expanded into Laos, Cambodia, and southern China again, back into China. And so what's happening is the people in the different tribes that live close to the borders, they either swim or go by raft across the rivers from Vietnam into China, or they go over the mountains into Laos and over the mountains to their families that live in Laos or and relatives in Cambodia. So they're taking our printed materials, they're taking our audio players and microchips with them to spread the gospel. And so it's multiplying you know, and now we've got ministry friends in southern India, the Philippines, 
Papua New Guinea, and what Global Recording has told us, that they now, we've been working on a plan to reach 30 other countries and duplicate the ministry in Vietnam that we will have all documented, all in writing, operations manual, step by step, all of our Bible courses that we need to start up to two years of Bible teaching, and it'll all be ready by the first of next year. Now, our, we're starting April 18th, we're starting a, another school, and it's a Bible recording school, and IT, and teaching English, because we want our key people, because several of them now, on that recording team, God's brought us four translators. One works with the Jesus Film Project. One works with SIL, uh, a division basically of Wycliffe Bible Translators. And, and two others that have worked on translating the Bible in several languages over the last five to ten years. And as of this past week, four of them have committed and want to go full-time with Bibles for Asia in our translation and recording ministry. And these guys, are they're working on translating different languages of the Jesus film and doing the dubbing and recording for the Jesus film project in Florida and worldwide. And my goodness, I mean, I could go on and on just about the recording end. But our school starts at our resource center that God's given us April 18th. It's an eight-month school. But the end of that, October 10th, Lord willing, I plan on going with them. Uh, Timothy, our leader, his brother who manages our IT, uh, he's going with us. Uh, uh, Gary Vierkamp, our chairman of our board, is going with us for a few weeks. But we've got a six-week school that Global Recording is putting on for us that will be on writing scripts, editing, your, your writing, translating, how to use all the, the mixer, uh, microphones and equipment and everything to get to, to produce quality recordings in the different languages. How to edit them with Christians, non-Christians, make sure that the cultural research we've done is valid, making sure that, that the vocabulary is relative to the people, that they understand what those audios are saying to make sure we've pre-tested them with Christians and non-Christians in those tribal villages and languages and dialects to where they're a quality recording that people will understand very simply and clearly how to know Jesus Christ, how to live for Him, how to grow in Him, and how to serve Him. And, and that's what God's doing. I mean, that's just amazing. We've got about uh, somewhere, there'll be somewhere between 15 to 20 in that school. Now, these are what we call our key leaders. Fifteen of us are going to Thailand for six weeks in October, November. We'll be back into Vietnam by, I think, November 20th, roughly. And if Lord, the Lord works it out, we'll be over to Papua New Guinea, uh, Cambodia, uh, uh, after we leave Thailand, and then over to the Philippines. And so we've got three countries targeted out of ten uh, that Global wants us to work with in the least reached, because our focus is really to the least reached and unreached people, language, groups. And so uh, we want to go where no man is going or very little has been done. You know, it's, it's, they call it under the, the latest thing the last couple of years, it's called finishing the task. Finishing the task of getting God's word, 
and the gospel message to people who have never heard it or know very little about it, don't have Bibles, uh, don't have churches, don't have missionaries, and reach those people. And so I had a meeting two years ago uh, with uh, basically about 40 of the key leaders around the world in 60 countries that work in the global recording locations. And in our, our one meeting with 16 of the top leaders, 15 out of the 16 immediately, they gave me 30 minutes to talk. And they said, tell us all about Bibles for Asia, what we can do, what you're doing, you know, how we can get involved. Well, they said, We've got our, we, we can only give you 30 minutes because we've got a full schedule here for two weeks. And so I said, okay, I'll take whatever I can get. And so I started going. I shared. And I said, well, I know it's up. I'll have to quit. No, 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 wait, stop, stop. Don't stop. You know, they said, they said, keep going. Well, four hours later, they said, you know, it's time for lunch. <laughs> and by the time we were done over lunch, 15 out of the 16, and the president and director of, of Global Recording said, we want to keep working with Bibles for Asia, and now we want to take you into 30 more countries the next 10 years. And so they're into 60 countries now. And, and by internet and by broadcasting, they've got about 6,500 recordings on their website in that many languages and dialects so that if you've got all these people pouring in legally or illegally into the United States, you know what? You can go online and I can give you the cards, the information, whatever, or you can just go online, Global Recording Network, and you can look up the good news gospel and Bible stories and things, but they've got the good news in around 6,500 languages. I can tell you one thing. Every people group that have migrated into the United States today, we've got the gospel for them. And you see, and you'll get a kick out of this when I tell you at the end. But I better keep going. If I get on a rabbit trail, we could be here for that four hours. So, next, our focus, online teaching, evangelism, discipleship, in villages and online, uh, mentoring students, training in sound Bible doctrine, and preparing church leaders, Bible teachers, and pastors. That's our focus. It's just real simple, evangelism, discipleship, the Bible, go make disciples. Preach God's word, repentance, lead them to Christ, tell them how important it is that they, when they turn their life over and God forgives them, they confess their sins and repent and are transformed by the Holy Spirit, that we, we then immediately say, look, do you really mean what you just prayed? Let's go into your little bamboo or mud wall hut or wood, wood, wooden walls you can see daylight through and let's tear down all those idols and incense and, and worshiping satanic shaman evil things and burn them. And I'll tell you, by the hundreds, they're doing it. By the hundreds. And it's just, it's just it's almost, uh, you might say, a bookkeeping nightmare because just to keep up with what God is doing. And I just think, Lord, help us to to accomplish that in this country. God's had this on my heart for a couple of years. Don't stop with going global, but bring 
come back to America, we're working on putting an equipping ministry together for the United States to go help churches, pastors, and Christian leaders and train them and get their church going to be disciple makers simply and clearly. You don't need one to 20 years to learn how to share the gospel. We will show you in two, three, four sessions how to really share three different ways. One is how to share the gospel without an argument. Number two is basically how to share the gospel using five simple Bible verses and the, the Ten Commandments by asking questions. And the third way is using an audio player. And the audio players, this is how simply we're doing it in communist countries where you're not allowed to share the gospel. You go into a village with your audio player and you ask him a question. Could you listen to our audio player and see if what we're recording to teach you about the earth and about God's plan for you, could you listen to our recording and make sure that all the words that we're using in the translation are correct and accurate? And could you help us correct any mistakes? Well, they sat down, and usually it's with two, two, two people to two families. And they'll turn on the audio player and present the gospel. And when they do this, the people listen to the gospel. And they say, and during the time they're listening, we stop it and ask them questions and say, what did that mean to you? What did you understand? And they point out things that they say, well, we don't use that word. We don't know that word. What does that mean? And so, fortunately, there's always young children involved and young adults who they've grown up knowing the Vietnamese trade language in addition to their tribal language. So we ask them this question. Do you mind if your children help us? Can you tell them so they understand and can tell us in Vietnamese what is that word? And so we do the editing right on the spot. We correct any errors and mistakes, but we basically use it as a method of sharing the gospel. And I'll tell you, it's, it's around four out of five families that day come to know Christ. The kids, the aunts, the uncles, and whoever's there. And then the next step is they said, you know, we're going to come back. Can we come back and use your home here to start a gospel listening group? And we will loan you this audio player so that while we're gone this week, you can share it with your friends and make sure it's correct and ask them to listen. And so the people, they'll listen to it. And they're already sharing the gospel using the audio player. And, and everybody's kind of learning together. So that a week later, sometimes two weeks later, we schedule a time to come back. Then we come back, start the gospel listening group. But we've asked them in the meantime, invite your neighbors who want to hear more and learn about the God creator, the God of all, and his son Jesus. Invite them. And the next week when we go back, all of a sudden now there's 10, 20, 30 people waiting to hear the gospel. In some cases, they've had up to 100. And so 
God's working very simply using that audio player. And, you know, uh, I, I can just tell you, an audio player that we were getting for $6 and I think 42 cents, now they're $10, but China cut off the supply to Vietnam because they're mad at each other. And so they've cut off their trucks from going into Vietnam here the last six weeks. Well, as a result of this, uh, thank the Lord, we had some insight and uh, God gave us kind of go buy more. So we, we bought roughly another 5,000 audio players, I think another six or 8,000 microchips, wiped out the bank account, but, but we got audio players. And now we've got enough to last for the next probably six, eight months. And so, uh, but now we've got to replenish that supply and we're figuring out, Lord, help us on how to do this, you know, because every single pastor in our prayer group, our Bible teachers, our evangelist teams, they, they, they said, don't stop doing the audio. Don't stop doing the audio. They said, nothing is bringing people to Christ like hearing God's word and God's story and the good news in audio. And these people, they just relate to it. Because you know how most people, Western civilization, they're not really big on ancestry and so forth. They're not, they're not into uh, the real history of like the people of Israel were and like the people in the Middle East and Asia are. But something about the UK and America and Canada, uh, they're not into it one-tenth of what the people over there are. See, they love to hear about the genealogy in Matthew. I mean, you know, they, they think that is great. They want to know the history. They want to know all the way back. They said, we've got the symbol for, the, for that, that man that had the big boat and the, and the family of eight. You know, we've, we ha, we've, we've seen that Chinese symbol and we've kind of copied that into Vietnamese symbol. And they said, we, we want to know about that. And what happened, you know? And so, you know, God uses things that you don't think about in ways to lead people to Christ. Well, in what God is doing, uh, to just give you a rough number, in the last 30 months, roughly, we've been able to start about 7,000 gospel listening groups. Now, God is making it possible where we're going anywhere from 200 to 350 new gospel listening groups starting in Vietnam, Laos, and Cambodia every month. And that's keeping us real busy. But God's raising it up, uh, the people. But uh, before I get totally off base, let me um, share with you a couple of other details here that uh, our goal really is to live out these scriptures and it's just, you think about the verse, I think it's Romans 10.8, faith comes by hearing. And when I think about the Faith Comes by Hearing organization that we've also worked with for about seven years, their main global task, working with several other organizations in partnership, is to translate the complete Bible in every language. Well, right now, 
they've got the New Testament done in, I think, right around 17, 1800 languages, the New Testament. And so, uh, but we got a ways to go, you know, because there's about 10,000 languages and dialects on the earth. Yeah. Yeah. But they've got documented, you know, a little over 10,000. You know, and so there's a lot of sub-dialects where we've been in the villages in Vietnam where they've just told us here the last few weeks that one tribe, we think we've got a recording in their language and we get there and they say, you know, we understand 80, 90% of this, but there's a few words in here that we don't know that word, you know, and they've got just a slightly different variation that's evolved the last couple of hundred years, you know. Uh, maybe over the last one or two thousand years, but you know, but they just so there's work that there's a lot of work to be done. So boy, really pray for the translation, editing, and the production work uh, of this. Uh, we we've got ten years ahead of us right now, just in that area. We're working on several things. Uh, two things for the United States is really an equipping ministry to help believers and pastors who are struggling with getting their congregations going to share the gospel and how to very simply share the gospel. Uh, so that's one. And then we've got a great friend uh, who has uh, had an office with Edward Jones uh, investment firm and he's a dear Christian brother and he's retired. Uh, his son-in-law is running his, his business now but what he told us was uh, him and his wife, his wife Uh, was a dear friend of Joyce for many years, and they've discipled together and, and others. But uh, what's happened, uh, our dear friend Fred, uh, he told me a few months ago, he says, Don, I want to help you and serve uh, with Bibles for Asia. And he said, uh, one thing that my wife and I did, we've put on over 5,000 seminars around the United States the last 30, 40 years, teaching people how to establish a will, a trust, you know, and how to leave a legacy uh, for God's work uh, and, and for their family and to how to do it right, you know. And, uh, and so anyway, we've got some really neat people that know about taxation, they know about planning, they know about the legal protection uh, so that you, so, so many people die. And if they don't have a will or if they don't have a, uh, a family that's in tune with what's going on, it all goes to the state and Uh, that they live in to the government and so that so we're just we're trying to just help people know how to be good stewards of God's money and hopefully by us helping them then they'll know about Bibles for Asia and that can be a ministry in a church or in some family's life so uh, that's another thing that we're going to offer uh, is really just some free counseling and advice in in training up teams in the United States to share about the ministry and be a part uh, to join us by prayer or by going uh, or by giving. And so that's, that's what God is doing. But our expansion plan is to basically go into two to three new countries a year as God opens the door. We already have 16 countries lined up that, will, that they said we will help you find through our contacts and through our churches that we work in the right people, they said, we'll help you find the right people that will be the Pauls and the Timothys in that country to lead our outreach and to lead, you know, setting up the online Bible school teaching. 
I, our whole goal is to do everything as economically, as inexpensively as possible, but get the job done right. And, and get God's word. And if they need it in print, we get it to them in print. Like, we've got these big flip charts of the whole good news Bible story. But to print them in the United States, they're like about 14 bucks a piece. We're printing them on our own printer in Saigon right now. And it costs us about a dollar and ten cents. You know, we're saving like 900%. You know, and so each church gets one where we go. So if it's a church plant that we do, or a gospel listening group, or if it's a church where we go and work with that pastor in that village, and they start an audio gospel listening group program, you know, we're trying to help these people who have very little. Most of them are poor, poor, poor farmers. They, and so it's just, it's a struggle for them to even have food. But speaking of food, it's almost time for lunch. But I was not thinking about our lunch, but I was thinking about our food ministry. And that food ministry we've done for two years now. That food ministry from people that were their villages were locked down and they weren't able to get to even to, to their farmland outside of their village. The police wouldn't let them leave. They were locked in their places right there. And so they couldn't get out to any store if they had money to trade, barter at the local uh, bartering trade market where they'll trade maybe their corn for rice or their rice for whatever, uh, chili peppers and vegetables. But, you know, uh, in all of these things, that food ministry gives us a chance because people say, well, boy, why are you coming to help us? You don't even know us. It's because... Even though we don't know you, we love you. And we want to share with you about the God who loves you even more. And we give them the kids and the parents a, a little printed gospel tract. And fortunately, we've had thousands of those donated to us uh, from other Christian businessmen in Vietnam. And uh, so, you know, that's been great. But, you know, in, in closing, I just want to say again, thank you. Uh, there's a lot of verses I can share with you, but... Uh, really dig deeper into that Matthew 28, 18, 19, and 20. And uh, I think uh, about James chapter 122, and that's be doers of the word. And so I'm just going to challenge you. Don't be discouraged when people reject you or don't want to listen. Just ask the Holy Spirit to lead you to those that God knows will listen. And never give up. Never give up. I, I'll tell you one thing God's just put on my heart. I don't want to stop serving the Lord and reaching people for Christ until He takes me home. I figured, you know what? We can retire in heaven, right? We don't need to retire here. Let's just keep serving the Lord together. But thank you for listening.